The last thing we were discussing in our Mishnah is if someone made a hole in Rishut Ahid with the opening uh, to Rishut Harabim or vice versa, or even if you made a, a tunnel going from his backyard to the neighbor across the street and there's a Rishut Harabim on top of the, the tunnel, if any damage happened to anything this person created, that's a board that I was talking about, is Hayav. And the Gemara brought a Braita, the Torah between Rabbi Ishmael and Rabbi Akiva. According to Rabbi Ishmael, when the Torah said a bore, we're talking about a bore that has something to do with the Rishut Rabim. Either it's the tunnel started in Rishut Rabim or the tunnel ended in Rishut Rabim. Something had to do with the Rishut Rabim. And according to Rabbi Akiva, the Torah was talking about a situation where a person dug a hole. He made the area around the hole hefker. But the boar still belongs to him. The boar still is his property, and that's the boar that we're talking about in the Torah. And with that, we're going to start Mem Tet Amud Bet, five lines from the bottom, where it says Amar Rabba. Rabba is going to explain the, the mahlokit between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmael as follows Amar Rabba, Bebor Bishut Arabim, Kule Alma Lopligedim Hayav. Someone dug a hole in the middle of Rishut Arabim, everyone agrees he's Hayav. My Tama, what's the reason? Because Amar Kera, because the Pasuk says straight out, if someone opens a hole or someone digs a hole. Meaning, if a person just uncovered a lid and now there's a hole in Shutarabim, if he's Hayav there, all the more so he should be Hayav if he dug the hole. Ela, rather, what are we talking about when it says that the reason he ha- he's obligated to pay for damage is because all this was caused because him opening and him digging. The the opening and the digging is what caused him to be liable. The machloket, according to Rabbi Ishmael, between them is in regards to a hole that's in his property. Now, Rabbi Akiba Savar, Rabbi Akiba held that bor nami hayav. That no, if it's a hole in his uh, in his property, he's also hayav. According to Bishmael, it's only it's only in a shoot harabim that everyone agrees. According to Rabbi Akiva, everyone agrees that the hole in your backyard you are responsible for. Dichtiv baal habor. It says baal habor shalem. The owner of the hole has to pay. Bebor the itle baalim kamar hamana. The Torah was talking about a hole that has an owner. And that's when you're obligated to pay. Rabbi Shmael held the word Baal Habor is Baal Takala, the one who caused the obstacle in the Shut Arabim. So according to Rabbi Shmael, it's only if the holes in the Shut Arabim, Hayav, and now I understand why it says Zehu, that uh, this is the hole that we're talking about. According to Akiva, what did he mean when he said this is the hole that Torah was talking about? So what are we not talking about? What are we excluding? So the Gemara explains, no. The way Rabbi explains Rabbi Akiva is when he said the board is the board that the Torah started to talk about, but there's also more in the Shut Rabim. Now that's the way Rabbi explained the Mahloket. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef explains the Mahloket between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel differently. Opposite. If the hole is in Rishut Yahid, nobody argues that you're liable to pay if anyone got hurt. What's the reason? Because the Torah talked about the owner of the hole. Talk about a hole that has owners. 
So obviously we're talking about a shuta yachid. Where's the machloket? That's bebor beshuta rabim. The Rabbi Shmuel Savarbor beshuta rabim nami hayav. Rabbi Shmuel holds if the holes in the shuta yachid also hayav. Dichtiv ki iftach vechi ichre. If you open, if you dig. If you opened your hayav, or the more so if you dug it, ela, the chidush is al iskepet ihav al iskekeriyabalo. The chidush is that the reason you're liable is because you caused the damage, whether you opened it, whether you dug it. That's Rabbi Shmuel. So he holds doesn't make a difference where you are, whether you're inside or you're outside. Your hayav, Rabbi Akiva, he'll tell you, look. The reason you have kiftah and kiichre, hanum mitzrach tzeriche. You need both. Why did Kat Avraham na kiftah? If the Torah would have said kiftah, Havamina would have thought potehu de sagele bekisui. The person who, who uncovered the, the, the sewer hole in Rishut Arabim, all he had to do is cover, and he didn't cover it. Okay, therefore you're hayav. However, kore if someone dug a hole from scratch in Rishut Arabim, lo sagele bekisui. A cover is not enough. Ad the ta'im le. You have to fill it up completely in order to be exempt from paying. Ve'ikat avrahamanaki chre. Now, if the Torah only would have said about digging, Havamina would have thought keriyahu de ba'ekisui. Only digging, you all you have to do is cover. Mishum de avad ma'aseh because you did an action. You dug and dug and dug. Okay, so now you have to do another action by covering it. Aval poteh. But if all you did was uncover the the sewer. The law avad masa. You didn't do anything. You didn't just. You didn't dig it. You didn't cause the tunnel. Tunnel's there. You just uncovered it. Maybe I don't even have to cover it. I don't even have to make sure nobody stumbles over there. Kamash malan. That's why, according to Rabbi Akiva, you need both kiftah and kiyichre. That no matter what, you're responsible for taking care of this hole. And again. According to Rabbi Akiba, we're not talking about a hole in Rishut Arabim that you're for sure patur. So then, ve'ela mai zehu bor ha'amur ba Torah de ka'amar Rabbi Shmuel. So when the Torah said zehu bor, what was Rabbi Shmuel talking about? So the Gemara explains that Rabbi Shmuel will uh, tell you zehu bor shepatach bo akatuf tachilal denizakin. When the Torah started talking to us about uh, holes. We're talking about holes in Rishut Arabim, and then we get into an argument about Rishut Yahid. So to summarize, the, the machloket between Rabbi Ishmael and Rabbi Akiva is what the Torah was talking about when it said the word Bor, according to Rabbi Ishmael, it's Rishut Arabim, according to Rabbi Akiva, it's Rishut Yahid. According to Rabbah, everyone agrees that Rishut Arabim is Hayav, just Rabbi Akiva says in Rishut Yahid, you're also Hayav, and Rabbi Ishmael says you're Patur. And according to Rav Yosef, everyone agrees that in Rishut Yahid you're Hayav. In Rishut Rabim, Rabbi Shmuel says you're also Hayav, and Rabbi Akiva says you're Patur. Now, the Gemara has a question on Rav Yosef. Metive. We have a Baita that says, If someone dug a hole in Rishut Rabim, if the hole in Rishut Yahid opened it in Rishut Yahid, Patur, even though you're not allowed to do such a thing, because you're not allowed to make a hole under Rishut Rabim, it's dangerous. But if someone fell, technically you're exempt. Someone made uh, holes, uh, dug caves in Rishut Yahid, opened it in Rishut Rabim, Hayav. Someone made a hole. But it's right near It's like those who dig in order to make a foundation. They're building a house in that area and they need to dig deep in order to, to make a foundation. 
patur. Rabbi Yossi ben Rabbi Yudah mechayev. Rabbi Yossi ben Rabbi Yudah says you chayev. You have to protect. You have to put some sort of fence over there that's ten tefachim high. Or achi achikim mimakom drisat agle adam mimakom drisat agle behema arba tefachim. Or you have to move it inside four tefachim. This way, nobody, no person or no animal falls in. Now, let's go back to that third thing. If a person is digging a hole for foundational purposes, he's patur, ta'ma delushin. The reason you're patur is because you're making it for a foundation. Halav delushin sounds like if you're not making it for a foundation, just to stop me, making a hole in your yard, hayav. So it sounds like if you're making a hole in your own property, you're hayav. How many? Who's this like? So now, Bishlam al Rabbi. Understand according to Rabbi, you could always say Resha, that's Patur, is Rabbi Ishmael. Yeah, if it's a hole in your property, Patur, that's Rabbi Ishmael. Vesefa, you could always say the Sefa that says that if it's a hole in your property that's not for foundation purposes, that's Rabbi Akiva. Great. Yosef, but according to Rav Yosef's explanation, Bishlama Sef, I understand the Sefa, you could say it's the Reakol, it goes according to everyone, a private hole is Hayab. Ela Resha, but the first part would say where a hole in your property is Patur, money, who's that like? Lord Bishmael, the Lord Biakiva, according to you, Rav Yosef, it doesn't work, it doesn't fit with Rav Yosef or Rav Yosef. So Amalak Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef responds, Kula Divrakoli, the entire Braita is according to everybody, according to Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmael. And by the way, Tosfot clarifies it's the first part and the last part is like everyone. The middle part, where you opened it, that's for sure not like Rabbi Akiva, that's only like Rabbi Shmael. So again, Rav Yosef would tell you the entire Braita is according to everyone, Rabbi Shmael, Rabbi Akiva. Bor and Rishut Ahid, Yahayav, and the Reshang. When the Rashi said patur, that's sheloy fkir lo velobora. You didn't make the hole or the opening or the area around it. You didn't make that hefkir, and therefore, if someone fell in, it's as if he went into your yard without your permission and got hurt. Therefore, you're exempt. Amar Rav said, listen, if you're right saying the Brayta works according to Rav Yosef, according to all the rabbis, then according to Rabbah, it's not a machloket anymore, the Resha is one rabbi, Sef is a different rabbi. You could always say, and if a hole in your property is patur, and you could say that the Sefa is also a bishmael, and when we, when we were medayek, when we said that, oh, you're patur because you're making it for holes, because that's the that's the norm. Like the Rashba explains, that's that's the only way to build. You got to dig in, uh, deeper into, uh, you got to go deep into it a little bit. How love the But if you're not making it for for foundations, you'd be hayab. That's kigon That's if you went into reshut arabim a little bit. So if you're trying to work, that's okay. But if you're not trying to work, you just made holes next to reshut arabim, then you'd be hayab. And now it works, it works according to everyone that you'd be patur if you had permission to make these holes. Next, Tanur Abanan. Hafar upatah, if someone dug and made a hole in Rishut Rabim, Rabim, and he made a big notice for everyone, he put a sign that says there's a hole over here, and this is a public water hole, anyone can drink. Patur. Then, if anything happens, he's uh, exempt from paying for the damages. But if he made a hole over there in the Rabim and he didn't uh, let, notify everyone, he didn't give everyone permission to uh, use the, the hole. 
חייב, then he is liable to pay for the damages. וכן מנהגו של נחוניה חופר בורות שכין ומעלות, this is the מנהג of נחוניה, the one who used to dig all these different holes and caves, שהיה חופר ופותח ומוסר לרבים, he would dig, he would open up the well, and he would let everyone know about it and use it, וכששמעו חכמים לדבר, ומחכמים הרדס אמרו, קיים זה הלכה זו. This, uh, this person, Hunya, he, uh, he upkept this halakha. So the Gemara asks, halakha zo vetulo, he only kept this halakha and nothing else? Ela ema af halakha zo. No, what Hakamim had to say is that he also kept this halakha. Next, Tanur Abanan. There was a story with the daughter of Nehunya who used to dig the watering hole. She fell into a big watering hole. They came and they told Rabbi Hanina Ben Dosa what happened. The first hour he said, she's still good. The second hour, he told her, she's also good. She's going to go out. But the third hour, he told them that that's it. She already got saved. She's out. So they told her, who got you out of the hole? Male ram showed up. Some old man is carrying him. That's a Yitzhak Avinu's ram. Abraham Avinu was carrying it. He was leading it. Amru lo. They told Rabbi Hanan ben Dosan, Navi ata. What do you a Navi? Amar lahem lo Navi anochi velo ben Navi anochi. I'm not Navi. My father wasn't Navi. Ela kach amar. This is what I said to myself. Davar shotot tzadik mitzta'ir bo yikashel bo zrao. The thing that the tzadik was suffering, meaning he was making sure everyone gets water. He's going to get hurt by it, meaning his daughter is going to die in the, in the watering hole. That doesn't make sense. Amar biyahar biyahasad afal pichen. Even though Nehonia Hofer Shichin used to make holes for everyone to drink for the for the people going up to the regel, with all that met beno batzama, his son died in thirst. Shneimar usmivav nisara meod, because there's a pasuk that says. That around Hashem, it's very, uh, it's very uh, stormy. Meaning, but the word nisara, not just stormy, but it also sounds like a hair, because Hakadosh Baruch Hu is very specific with his tzaddikim, even by thin hair breadths. Rabbi Nehonia Amar Mehacha. Rabbi Nehonia learns from here. El naaratz besok kedoshim raba venora al kol sevivav. Hashem puts his fear. Of judgment around those who are near him, and Amar Rabbi Hanina Kolah Omer Kadosh Baruch Hu Vatranu. Anyone who says Kadosh Baruch Hu just gives in, if Vatru Hayav, his life will be given in. And Shneimar Hatzur Tamim Pa'olo Kichol Derachav Mishpat All the ways of Kadosh Baruch Hu are judgment; they're correct in Din. And Amar Rabbi Hanina Avite Amar Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani. My dichtiv. What does the pasuk mean when it says Erech Apaim? Apaim sounds like a lot of anger. It doesn't say af in singular form, it says apayim. So the Gemara explains, Erech apayim la tzadikim vela sha'im. Erech apayim, Hashem has a lot of uh, patience. He doesn't get angry as fast for tzadikim, which is a good thing. And for sha'im, if they don't do teshuvah, it ends up being bad because Hashem leaves them around and they continue sitting and it gets worse later. 
Tanur Abanan, Loya Sakel Adam Mirshuto de Shutarabim. A person should not move rocks from his uh, area, from his domain, from his yard to the Shutarabim, to the public domain. There was a story with a person who was moving rocks from his yard to the Shutarabim. And a Hasid found him and told him, Amar lo reka yerasha mipnemata misakel mishut shena shelcha leshut shelcha. Why are you moving things from a field that's not yours to a field that's yours? Meaning he was saying that your field one day you're going to sell and the Rishut Rabim will be your field. Ligleg alav. So that man was uh, was laughing on this person. He didn't understand what this guy was trying to say. After a while, this uh, person had to sell his field. He was walking in a shuta rabim, and he tripped over the, the same rocks that he put in a shuta rabim. He was thinking about what the Hasid said. He said, he said good. Why are you taking rocks out from an f- uh, area that's not yours, the area that's mine? The Shutar Bim was mine, and I tripped over the rocks I put there. Next Mishnah. If a person made a watering hole in the Shutar Abim, and if an ox or a donkey fell in, and the person is Hayab, whether he made a pit which is round, a hole in the ground that's round, or a siyah, which is a ditch, which is long and narrow, or a me'ara, a cave, which uh, is open and has like a, has a ceiling on top of it, but it's open like with a door, or a haritzin, which is a trench. Again, it's uh, more rectangular. There's no there's no roof on top of it. Ne'itzin, these are uh, like a water channel. Any of these type of things. If a person digs this and someone and uh, something falls in, hayav. So then why does the Torah just say bor? So the Quran explains, The same way a hole, in order for it to, to, to be able to kill something that fell in, has to be ten tefahim deep at least. Same thing with any of these things, the ditch, the cave, the trench, the watering channel, anything that has ten tefahim, that's enough to kill, and then the person would be hayav. Less than ten tefahim, when Shor or Hamor or Met Patur. If it's less than ten tefahim, and an ox or a donkey fell in and died, Patur, the owner of the hole uh, does not have to uh, pay because it, it didn't. The animal didn't die because of him. Ve'im huzak bo hayav. But if the ox fell into that hole and just got hurt and didn't die, then yes, the owner of the hole would have to pay even if it's less than ten tefahim. And the Gemara starts. Amarav says when the Torah said that if a person made a hole and something fell in your hayav, that's because of the air that's created over there that hurts the person who fell in. And we're not talking about the ground that hurt, meaning he fell in, hurt himself on the ground. We're not talking about that. It sounds like Rav holds that when someone hits the floor, it's the floor that hurt you, not the person. However, if, if someone makes a hole and the air is what hurts him, the person created the hole, he created that uh, air that hurts the person who fell in. Shmuel says, when the Torah says, it obligates a person who made that hole, it's not just on the, the, the air, but it's also on the ground, meaning... Uh, if a person fell, hit the ground, he's also Hayav. 
And if you want to say that the Torah was only saying that uh, for the falling on the ground, the Torah is mechayev and not for the air, Shmuel will tell you, Shmuel will tell you that the Torah says that when someone falls into a bore and dies, even if it's full of cushions and, and, and cotton and wool and whatever it is over there, still, if it's breathing bad air, you're still hayav. So the Gemara asks, my benai, what's the difference between Arav and Shmuel? At the end of the day, if, if the animal falls and hits the ground and dies, even according to Rav, you could always make a case that it died from the air. So the Gemara explains, It could be that if a person made a mound that's 10 to Fahim high in Rishut Harabim, and an animal went to the top of the mound and fell and it hit the floor and died. Meaning you don't have an issue with the air, you only have an issue with it hitting the ground. According to Rav, you're not Hayav because you breathe the bad air of underground. And Shmuel will tell you, listen, at the end of the day, it fell 10 tefahim because of you and your Hayav. So my Ta'ama de Rav, why is Rav exempting if it hit the ground and died? The Amar Kerav Rav holds, it has to be full, meaning the way of people falling, which is in, into the ground, not off of something that's above ground. But the Shmuel, who argues on Rav, Nafal, called according to him, the word Nafal, anything, whenever he falls, he's Hayav. Tenan. So the has a question on Rav. We learned in the Mishnah, Imken Lamane Amar Bor, why say Bor Ma Bor, Sheyesh Bo Kedela Mit Asat Fahim? Of course, Sheyesh Bo Kedela Mit Asat Fahim. We learned this, what's the story with the Bor that has 10 Tefahim and, and, and people die when they fall 10 Tefahim? Same thing with anything else that was made that's 10 Tefahim deep. So, Bishlam Ala Shmuel, Afkola to Yegoba. So, again, according to Shmuel, understand why it says Afkola anything. What's anything? Even if you made a mound, it fell off, you are still Hayab. El Lerav. But according to Rav, Afkola to Yemai, what's, uh, what's uh, Afkol coming to say? So he'll tell you that it's coming to tell you all these different watering channels and ditches and, and, and trenches and things like that, that uh, you'd be Hayav. The Gemara says, yeah, but the Mishnah said it straight out. You don't need to, when it says Afkol, it's coming to add things that are not mentioned. So, so again, Rav will tell you, first he said them and then he explained them. First, it mentioned all these different types of holes, and then it explained that it's Davka if it's ten tefahim deep. So now the Gemara asks, all these different types of holes in the, in the Mishnah. Why do you have to mention it? Why do I need it? So the Gemara explains, you need it. If you would have told me the first one, the round hole in the ground, I would have thought, maybe I would have thought, a round hole that's ten deep into the ground. Okay, that, that has the bad air that can kill mishum dekatin ochricha because it's narrow and round. About shiach dearich, but the ditch that is long and narrow ema let be havla. Maybe with ten tefahim deep, it still doesn't have that bad air that's enough to kill. Vitana shiach. If you only would have taught me this ditch, havamina shiach asara who deit behavla mishum dekatin. I would have said, you know what? This shiach, this ditch, has the bad air because it's still thin. It's deep and it's thin. Okay, so it has that bad air. Aval me'aradim but the cave which is a square. Maybe if even if it has ten deep, it's too wide and doesn't have this bad air. If you don't tell me the cave, I would said the cave, if it's ten tefahim deep, has that bad air because it has a ceiling on top and it's enclosed. 
אבל חריצין דלה מתעללה, but when it comes to trenches that are not covered on top, אמה בעשרה דת בהו אבלה, maybe with ten tefahim deep it still doesn't have that bad air that can kill. ואיתנה חריצין, and if you were to tell me the trenches, אבה מינה חריצין עשרה דעית בהו אבלה, משום דלת בהו רביחה מלעיל תפה מתתאי. I would have said, listen, it's this uh, rectangle-shaped uh, hole going deep into the ground, and because it's not wider on top than it is on the bottom, maybe that's the reason there's this bad air. This watering channel, it's very wide on top, very narrow on the bottom. Maybe with ten tefahim deep, it doesn't have uh, bad air. That's why you need all of these to tell me, you know, it doesn't make a difference. If it's Tetrahim deep, it has that bad air that can kill. Gemara says, Tanan, we have a question. If the hole is less than ten Tetrahim deep and an ox or a donkey fell in and died, Patur, but if it got hurt, Hayav. Now, if the ox or the, the or the, the donkey fell in and died, patur. What's the reason, patur? You have to say it's because when it fell less than ten tefahim, the hit wasn't strong enough to kill it. Meaning, it's all it all has to do with the hit, and not with the air. No, we're going to say the reason is because it doesn't have that bad air. If that's the case, if it got hurt, if it just got damaged, why should you be hayav? There's no bad air. So like my answer is, Amre, and Havala, Lemita, no, this, uh, this hole that has less than 10 for him deep, it doesn't have enough bad air that can kill. However, but there is bad air that it could damage someone or something. And the Gemara says a story. There was this ox that fell into this watering hole. It's a channel of water that gives water to the field. And it's only about six tefahim deep. And the cow fell in and shahte mare. And the owner slaughtered it before it had a chance to die. So this way it's not nevela, and this way maybe if it's still kosher, I could eat it. Either way, the question came to Rav Nachman and Tarfer Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said it's taref, it's not kosher, because the rule is if an animal falls from a high place, then maybe it broke a bone or something, and usually have to give it 24 hours to see if it'll live, and then then we could slaughter it. But here the person didn't wait. And Amar of Nachman, of Nachman explained himself, because Ishakil mare de hai Torah kaba de kamha ve azal tana be midrashah. If the owner of this animal would have, you know, taken a cob of flour and went to the Be Midrash to ask the Hachamim, they would have told him, Im me'at le'at if, it, if it lived for 24 hours after the fall, it would have been kasher. And he would not have lost a, a an ox that's worth lots and lots of kabim. So the reason I'm saying taref because you, this person couldn't be patient. Now almaka sabar of Nachman. It sounds like Rav Nachman holds yesh habata bepachot maasara. Then that this uh, th- that this uh, hole that's less than ten tefahim could uh, kill an animal. Otherwise, why would he make? Uh, why would he say it's taref? The problem is etivera bad Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman asked the question of Nachman. But we learned in our Mishnah hayu pechutin maasara tefahim and afal tochos shoro hamor umet patur. We learned that if the hole is less than ten tefahim deep and an ox or a donkey fell in and died patur. My tama, what's the reason patur? Lav mishum delet be havata because it didn't have enough of a fall 
that could kill it. So then why are you saying that this animal could very well not be kosher because it could have got hurt, it could have died, but it didn't fall that deep? Stagmar responds, no. Mishum be havla. Rav Nachman holds it's not because of the fall. It has to do with the air. So if that's the case, if this animal fell into the ground and he got the damage and it's less than 10 tefahim, you're still hayav. Why? You don't have that bad air. And the Gemara responds, You're right. It doesn't have enough bad air to kill it, but it does have enough bad air to damage it. And that's why the animal is taref, meaning could very well be that if an animal fell less than 10 tefahim, it could die, and that's why it's taref. But could be the Torah didn't say the animal could die because of the fall, rather because of the bad air, which is only in 10 tefahim. And that's what the Mishnah was talking about, not the fall. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.